What's going on, guys? This is Robert Frank, and you're listening to the glorious House of Gains podcast. Remember, if you're listening on iTunes, give us that five-star review, leave us a comment, and subscribe to the channel. In this episode of the podcast and live stream, we had a very special guest. He's jacked. He's juicy. He's Tank Sinatra. Let's go. You're listening to the glorious House of Gains podcast. Here's your host, Robert Frank. What's up, everybody? This is Robert Frank, 615. Today is November 13th, 2018. It's not hump day, but if it was... Hump day! Yeah! And I am at the round table of testosterone, which is actually a square because we have the leaf in the middle of the table. Today, for the first time ever... We are uh, broadcasting live in front of a, a live studio <laughs> audience with one person in the background watching us live. Um, say hello, Jeanette. Say hi real loud. Hi. Yeah, okay. buddy. There you go. Um, so what I'm going to do before I do the introductions tonight, I am going to get all of our plugs out of the way. This way we don't have to bother you guys throughout the podcast. If you guys want some of that damn merch... That sick Robert Frank 615 merch. Go to robertfrank615.com. If you need the supplements, it's bulking season. It's gorilla season. It's time to get jacked, tan, juicy as fuck for the holidays. You could go to steelsup615.com. Discount code is RF10. That is until further notice. And last but not least, if you guys need any personal shout outs, uh, birthday shout outs, tell your gym bro to get to the fucking gym, stop being lazy, you want to give your mom a happy birthday, anything like that. You can go to cameo.com slash Robert Frank 615. I was waiting for that cha-ching. <laughs> there we go. We got the damn cha-ching. Okay, so let's do the introductions here. To my right, we have the most aesthetic creature in the crew. Jimmy Triceps. Confess your love to Triceps, and he will never let you down. To his right, we have the host of This Week in Sports, the Pody, the man that control, controls the damn ship and presses all the buttons around here. Anthony, what's up, Ant? To skipping over one, and to his right right is... <laughs> double this, right. The double right. The staple, jacked man with the permanent tan... Ray, worldwide. What's up, Ray? I'm so excited that we have a fluffer in the building for the crew. Let's get it. Let's go. Goddamn right. And to his left now, we have a very special guest in the house, person that we promise we will spend 80% of the podcast talking about and keeping him involved in the podcast. <laughs> the one and only, you know him best from Instagram, I guess, Tank Sinatra, what's up, Tank? Yeah, buddy. Welcome, welcome aboard. I wasn't expecting that round of applause. Felt good. <laughs> Roll out the red carpet here. So you guys know Tank from Tank Sinatra on Instagram. I mean, well over a million followers, over a million and a half followers, and uh, you also know him from Tank's Good News on Instagram as well, which is actually um, probably a better page than Tank Sinatra, but. <laughs> I mean, shows my softer side. Exactly, exactly. With uh, well, we'll get into why you made that. Let's just do it right now. Why did you make that second page? 
You want to just jump in like that? Yeah, let's just jump in, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I, I, people want to know. They're like, why does he have two pages? How does he have two verified pages? What the fuck is up with that shit? Robert Frank ain't verified. Better like, question is, how do you have zero verified pages? Wait, <laughs> I have two. YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> let's not get carried away here. I, I didn't want to bring this up right away, but usually I only do podcasts with people with verified pages. <laughs> <Motherfucker>. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> No, I was at uh, I was at Instagram a couple of weeks ago, and they have your picture up on the wall on a verify <laughs> list. Oh I I I believe it. Like I'm, yeah, I believe it. It's a very short list. It's just you. Yeah. <laughs> Do not verify. Sorry, yeah. man. Yeah. You know you know how many people see. Here's the thing with, and the people are getting so bored with this. Robert Frank is not verified yet. Then fucking verify him. Yeah, just verify me. Right. But let me just say something. Out of all of the people over the past. Two years or so, I've made so many connections. I've met so many people that are in very big places. I've had, I don't want to name drop anyone, but Tank honestly is the only person that really gave a fuck and tried to help me get verified. Like, there are people out there that say, Oh, yeah, let me talk to my guy. I know a guy there. He'll fucking hook you up. And then you wait, you wait, you wait, and then you never hear back from him. And you feel weird, like saying, Hey, what's up, my verification, bro? You know what I mean? So I just, like, gave up on it. But anybody that you could think of that I've ever done a video with, um, that I've ever been to their house, like $200 million house, anybody (laughs) that has said that they were going to help me get verified have all failed. And everybody's failed so far. But Tank is the only one that gave a fuck. Let me tell you why, okay? Yes. Because as someone who has nothing else going for me, the verification was a big deal. <laughs> Huge deal. I don't have $200 million. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like the blue check, when I woke up, you know, the person who got closest to nailing the sentiment was Joey on Snooki's podcast. Yeah. I didn't know where he was going with it. I thought he was going somewhere else, to be honest. But he goes, now, Tank, when you woke up that morning and you saw on your Instagram page, I was like, what is he about to say? He goes, that beautiful sapphire check. <laughs> Tell me about that. Like it was like I won the World Series or something. So he understood it and I understand it. And when I woke up and I saw the blue check, jokingly, half jokingly, but like, you know, kind of serious, my wife goes, honey, can you feed the dogs? And I was like, I don't know how many verified people are out here. Feeding dogs, honey. <laughs> I remember you told me that. I fed the dogs, obviously. Because oh, yeah. she told you to do it. But you know what it does? It like makes you feel like, because Instagram is obviously a big platform. It's one of the top three, if not the top two, if not the top one for me. It's my favorite one and the one that I put the most energy into. Right. At the risk of sounding like, I don't know, weird. It, it's like, you know, it, they should call it validation instead of verification because it like, makes you feel like, okay, I, I made my mark here. Like they, these people recognize my contribution to the platform and now I can create in comfort instead of like, you know, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to describe what it's like not having that shit. <laughs> I can't oh, even remember. I can't, I, can't, I can't relate, unfortunately. You give, this man a, you give this man a blue check and you will never see a RF615 <laughs> post again. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like people get verified on a platform and then all they do is just nonstop post, like comment on other people's shit because they know that they're going to get pushed to the top and, you know, whatever. And that's where that urban dictionary term blue check wanker came out. You know, um, but let me tell you. And when Joey said that, Joey wasn't verified when you were on Snooki's podcast, I no. don't think, right? He was Not just yet. waiting for it. As soon as I saw that he was verified, I asked him. Yeah. How did it feel? When you woke up that morning and you saw 
that beautiful sapphire check. Yeah. What was going through your mind? It's because I knew that he was. Yeah, he was. He was stressing it hard. Man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, everybody does, but yeah. Did you get Did you get laid after your after you fed the dogs? No, it was like eight thirty. It was on the bus. There was no there's no time for for any of that. I figured but, it was a celebration. But um, just to to so we don't get too far off topic. The tanks. Good news was just like I was having fun with tanks and Atra. I was you know meeting people and connecting and producing and like creating content and having fun doing that. And since I was a little kid, I always felt like when I watched the news, which I don't do anymore, but I'd watch it when I was a kid, and I'd be like. These, fu- these people get a half an hour to tell you what happened, and this is fucking what they want to talk about? Murders, rapes, kidnappings, deaths? I, I get it. Yo, life is fucking crazy sometimes, and it's hard, but I don't know. I feel like information and fear-mongering are two different things. There's a shooting. Hey, everybody who lives in this area, there was a shooting. Don't go into this area for a little while. And that's it. Yeah. Not like this is was, was his favorite movie. This is fucking why, he did, why we think he did it. 72 hours later, you're still talking about it? I don't know. I just feel like there's so much good going on, and I, that's always like. And it's always overshadowed by all of the the bullshit. Yeah, the good always gets buried. Oh, like always. It, but that's what gets ra- most of the time. That's what get gets ratings. If you watch the six o'clock news or whatever, the eight o'clock, nine o'clock news, ten o'clock news. That's all they show. I is, don't anymore. I can't. Yeah, you yeah. can't deal with it. It's it's always something terrible happening. I just go to Tank's Good News now and just there look for the good shit. And it was like not to be wishy-washy or like Pollyanna, like, oh, life is just all good all the time. It was just like, all right, if everyone else is doing this thing, I'm going to do this just to try and offset it a little bit, at least for myself. And what it wound up doing was like I was always a, a positive seeker, but it actually forced me to like actively posit- like seek out the positive that happened that day. And I already had a good attitude. It just made it that much better. And it was like, let me just – if you can make people – feel extremely scared or extremely good, you'll get engagement. I went for the extremely good. There are other people out there doing it, just not like the kid, you know? Nah, <laughs> no, nobody like you, man. Nobody like you. And that page is close to a million followers also. When did you start that page? Um, a year ago, actually, almost exactly. Hurricane okay. Harvey was when I started it. Okay, okay, cool. Well, uh, there's a couple people. I'm just looking in the live chat right now on YouTube. So shout out to everybody that's in the live stream right now on YouTube watching us live as we're chatting. Um, I I just did want to get to this real quick because a lot of people, they think that a follower count has to do with, and I'm going backwards a little bit, has to do with verification. No. You have a million followers. Why aren't you verified? Bros and broettes out there, it has nothing to do with your follower count. Summer Ray had 17 million followers and she wasn't verified until recently. Well, she's been on and off verification for a long time because I, from what I hear, she keeps fucking around with pages and merging and, you know, uh, followers. There's, there's a little bit of gray area in, yeah. her, area in her operating. Some fuckery going on. She's got <laughs> yeah. some fuckery. She's got some fuckery going on. That's but. what I heard. I don't, I don't know if it's true. I probably, what am I, Donald Trump? That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't say that, but that's, you know, the, and I can see Instagram does not like you fucking around. They no. don't want you fucking around on their platform. Let me let me ask you a question, Tank, just because you might have a better answer, right? Yeah. Rob is convinced, and I think he might have got this from you, but Rob is convinced that there's one motherfucker, not one motherfucker, but there's one joker at Instagram when the alerts come through or whatever that, as far as his, his, his videos getting pulled, 
Does somebody actually at Instagram have to physically say, yes, we're pulling that? Or is it software? Like or some software. kind of software. Okay. He's blacklisted, dude. No, I'm I'm blacklisted. But like I said, they have an anti-Robert Frank bug built into the software. <laughs> so that okay. night that I got completely <laughs> wasted, what a couple Wednesdays ago when we were trying to do the live stream and it just wasn't working out. We were all here fucking right. and you were I was <laughs> flipping your motherfucking shit. Instagram five minutes after the post was up. It was being taken down. It yeah, was but like, because what I'm saying is, if there's a bunch of vulgarness going on, and you're effing Instagram. Every one of my software, videos is like that, though. There's something that that well that leads to another uh, question: is can somebody give you some feedback to say, dude, this is why the videos are getting pulled? You're, he's you on the saying? most wanted list with Listen, Instagram, I've dude. Had, and I don't want to spend too much time know, on this we because keep, it's so boring, and and the bros and broettes out there just don't want to hear about this shit, but. I've tried to get meetings with Instagram on numerous occasions. They won't meet with you? They will not meet with me. The contacts that I did have, I, ha- I actually had two contacts at Instagram. Yeah. That In what department? Don't know the department, but I know one was uh, one of the bigger, like he was a contact for like all your big like social media people. Okay. He was the go-to. And somebody, I'll name drop, Fusi was the one that gave me his contact. And he said, reach out to him. They'll help you. We went back and forth a few times. The minute a meeting popped up, I was like, you know, could I have a meeting? Could I meet with you guys? I'll fly out to L.A. I don't or Los Angeles. I don't give a fuck. They're in New York. Yeah, I know they have a New York. They have a New York office. <laughs> I go to LA. Alaska. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck <laughs> where it is. I'll go because I'm convinced that they think that I'm that bandana guy that fucking talks about fucking bitches and you know fuck you this make, and you fuck should make that. some nice guy videos then. He I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a new fun. page. It's gonna be called Rob's Good News, and it's gonna be. It's gonna be all nice videos. It, it is amazing to me, and not to throw you under the bus. Obviously, anybody who watches this podcast knows that you are not the dude screaming in the car. When I first met you, I was like, "This dude is soft spoken." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could you could always tell he is the kind. people <laughs> that only follow me for the rage videos because when I post anything other than me talking like this, they're like, "Why aren't you yelling at me?" This is his real voice. LOL. He sounds like a pussy. Like you know, you'll you'll always get that. But um. Yeah, so whatever. Fuck. Uh, I, I gave up. My new thing is Twitter now. I told you this forever. I'm, I'm big on Twitter yeah. now. So if you guys out there, if, you, uh, if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow me at RobertFrank615. And that's on the Twitter machine. So this uh, super chat comes in really quickly. I want to get to from John Vincent says, how much Jack... Are you guys going through tonight? <laughs> well, between me and Ray Vegas, um, probably I'd say a bottle. It goes down. Yeah, it yeah, goes down. Buddy. It goes down in the DM. Matter uh, of fact, can our fluffer read me up? Fluffer? Yeah. We have. <laughs> hey, Jeanette, you want to make Ray Vegas or Ray Worldwide a drink here? You want to make $5? Yeah. She, she's like, sure, I will she, do that. I, she actually did it. Yeah. Make sure she walks past your camera so we can get her on, uh, get her on camera. Can you grab me a deviled egg? Yeah. <laughs> Bring the deviled eggs down here. And I'll also just throw this out there to everybody that uh, is watching. This is the first time I'm ever meeting Tank in person, and this joker is Jack, bros. Yes, I did want to bring that up for sure. Fucking wide motherfucker, bro. Now we know. Everyone, you know, they probably wonder, and they think it's a play on words, Frank Sinatra, Tank Sinatra, but the reason you're Tank is because you're fucking enormous. Yeah. I mean, it is a play on words, but... The fact that I'm 250 is nice. <laughs> it helps. Yeah. 
Hence why I'm sitting on the corner of the table. <laughs> yeah, it, Ray, Ray Worldwide is like all the way on the corner. It's like when we have a king bed and MBJ sleeps like on the like. I basically have an inch of the bed. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. This is the table right now. But let me say one thing, and this is how. Let me, Everybody let me here is jacked. Let me just fucking put that out hey, there. Hey, it's hey, like we're a, trying, we're a thousand to pounds of muscle at this table right now. <laughs> They're probably, yeah, that's probably about accurate. Yeah, ooh, maybe it'll just a, a, a hair under. But if this was the NWA back in the day, we definitely, uh, we definitely have over a thousand pounds. So let me tell you guys a quick funny story. I don't even know if Tank knows this or not, but I'm just going to put it out there. Back in the day, maybe uh, well over a year ago, I'd think, I had a stretch of videos that were going viral after viral after viral. It was uh, the first Cinco de Mayo video that I made, followed up by Rompers for Men, followed up by Fidget Spinners. All these videos, Juice Head 2, these videos, all the Car Rage videos, they were just kept going viral. Millions and millions of views, tons of engagement, shares, likes, everything. Then all of a sudden, I see uh, I make a steel supplements ad video, mm. and the engagement obviously is not going to be as good on a skit or an ad or anything. The rage videos are are the bread and butter, and I get a comment on my Instagram from someone who is verified, and it was Tank Sinatra, and in the video, in the the uh, description of the video. I wrote, you know, whatever, make sure you get your steel supplements, hashtag ad. So I get a comment in the comment section of that video from a verified person who, again, happens to be Tank Sinatra, who I did not know at the time, never met him. He says something along the lines of, um, if you work for us, if you work for the supplement company, you shouldn't put hashtag ad like that's your company. Like, why are you putting that? It's an ad. And I get on the phone with Joey right away, and I'm like, who the fuck is this motherfucker (laughs) giving me unsolicited advice on how to run my shit? Every video I do has a million views. This motherfucker doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm about to block this motherfucker. Joey Baggs is like, don't block him. Don't block him. Wow, I was that close. Dude, I was so close because I was so pissed because I thought my shit didn't stink. I was like... Bro, I'm I'm the most viral fitness personality out there. I'm fucking blowing everybody away. And who the fuck is he to give me advice on anything? So I uh he convinced me not to block you. And then about a week or so <laughs> thank later. You, thank you, Joey. <laughs> and then about a week or so later, I get like this email from Tank, and it was about to go do that documentary um mm-hmm. in Manhattan. Yeah. So it's funny how things turned out. Like you were almost blocked, and you probably would be <laughs> have been able to get my email address to email me to ask me to to be a part of that thing. But it's so funny, and now me and you, I, I don't know, we've met what five or six times now. Yeah, always at some kind of big occasion. It's not just like to hang out. We're always like doing something big. We live too far to just hang out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. We we live. Oh, look at this. We got deviled eggs, and we what? got Jack and Dice. We got cannolis on the table. Oh, you're so serious? I wish you guys, where did these eggs come from? I wish you guys could see all this These right are the now. keto cannolis right here. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, don't mind if I do. Good. Um, I'm trying to breeze through. I see Joey Bag of Donuts in the live stream right now. Um, oh, I got something to say about him. Man. Oh, jo- <laughs> Joey Bags actually just says you're welcome for not allowing me to block Tank Sinatra. Can I say okay. something about? Go ahead. Go ahead. Can we? Um, you're smacking in the microphone. <laughs> oh, let me get a piece of this cannoli. Listen, 
Okay, when somebody take that guy's phone from him and stop the stories, he's doing stories. He's back to this doing story things about me Who's every that? day, Joey. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, picking on, he's picking on uh, Jimmy again. I'm coming for you, Jimmy. It's, uh, you know, I'm day 15 in the gym. Jimmy Triceps is going to look like shit next to me. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Can we, can we take his phone from him? I'll tell you what. Since I started, I, I'm, I'm trying to copy off a of tank a little bit, and I have this side channel going on. It's the Robert underscore Frank 615. And I'm trying to, like, build up that channel. Like, that's, it's like a new challenge for me to, like, build up a new channel. It's got, like, I don't know, three, 4,000 followers. It's nothing, right? But um, I don't even go on my big page anymore. Like, really? I, I rarely go on it. Over the past, I don't know, maybe a week or so, I could count on one hand how many times where I usually live on Instagram, refreshing, going through comments, refresh, go to the DMs. I'm playing more on that side channel. So if you guys have anything to say to me, if you want to slide in my DM, you probably have a better shot of getting answered by going to Robert underscore Frank 615 than you do on Robert Frank 615. Um, oh, look at that. And if you're watching on the live stream right now, you could see that the name has changed to Robert underscore Frank 615. Thank you, Pody. Uh, so tell us something else good. Oh, well, actually, I did want to bring one other thing up. I don't really listen to podcasts now that we've been doing our own podcasts. I kind of like, you know, I listen here or there just to see what other people are doing. But my favorite by far, and if you've not listened to this yet, Snooky, yes, Snooky did a podcast in studio, right? Yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. we're in studio yep. with Tank Sinatra. And that is probably... It's pretty funny. My favorite <laughs> podcast I've ever listened to um, in my life. It was so funny. And her co-host, who is gay, keeps hitting on Tank the whole podcast. It's it was hilarious. But yeah, it's how did you meet Snooky? How did how did that all go I mean, down? Hitting on is like uh, yeah, you were basically <laughs> getting raped. I mean, I don't, I didn't want to say it. But yeah, it, was, it was very uncomfortable. I mean, me listening to it, I was uncomfortable. No, so here's a little weird fact about me. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what kind of vibe I'm putting out there. But gay men fucking really like me. some of them not all of them I'm not everybody's type but I, I get hit on by way more men even like when I was single than women um, and he was just like you know he was fucking he didn't, I don't even think he knew I was coming that day so when he walked in he was like oh my god he oh saw my shoulders my or so. I don't know what happened but he was like he was a little drunk I think and <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was so I, I go back and forth between like you, like, I'm not, I'm not fucking engaging with anybody anymore. I can't stand anybody. Everyone's rude. People's just in, sitting in their basements trying to make me feel bad, and it's working. Like, I can't handle this anymore. Wait, we're, we're in a basement right now. But. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Joey direct messages me and says, hey, I'm, like, uh, the co-host of Snooki's podcast. She wants to have you on. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Snooki, like, I'm obviously a meathead from New York. I listen to house music. I like dancing. Yes, fucking Jersey Shore. When I lived in California, you know, the further away you get from an area, the bigger the area gets that people think you're associated with. So oh, like yeah. if you go to oh, France, yeah. you go, I'm from America. They're like, oh, do you know my friend Tony? He lives in Arkansas. Like, no, I have yeah, no, no idea. It's like uh, yeah, yeah. 2,000 miles away. So when I, when I moved to California, that was when the Jersey Shore was on, and everyone was like, oh, do you know the people on the Jersey Shore? And I was like, Mm, you kinda, you know, like I didn't know anybody. On the show. <laughs> Were you ever at the same place? I think I've seen them out before, or whatever. Okay. No, okay. I didn't. No, I've never seen them before. Oh, you never seen I was them lying. Okay. okay, I'm trying to get gotcha. that clout, California clout. Because I have. I used to stalk them. I, it's a known fact. I used to follow them. 
So, so Snooki was so much fun on the show. I just thought she was really like a free character, and like just I knew that she would be a good time on the podcast, and she was a good time on the podcast. And Joey was as um, as aggressive as he was. It was still funny, and plus, I'm oh, yeah. I've been dealing with that for so long twenty years of like you know laughing it off that at that point I was comfortable with it. The first, like I said, two or three times where he was like. I want to suck your dick. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. It's not uh, that funny anymore. But where did, right. she, where did she find you from? Just your she meme follows page? Me. Yeah, okay. she follows me. She's followed me for a while. They, bro, bro, people fucking love memes. They just really do. Yeah, like, it's yeah, not, and I'm sure. so grateful and I feel so fortunate that I have this weird skill of being able to like write funny 20-word uh, yeah. captions <laughs> over pictures. Five years ago, that was a useless skill. Right. <laughs> no, you're but, absolutely right. And but, you're at the top of the game doing that. But now, I mean, I, I'm, I feel very fortunate that I'm able to do what I do. And it's really opened up a whole world of people that we would have never met. None of us. I would have right. never met any of you guys. I'm meeting no. interesting people all the time. And um, I like meeting people in general. But when you meet people who are cool, obviously, it's better. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, 100%. Real quick, I just want to shout out Demon Tank 76 on the live feed sent us over a super chat. Um, he just said, damn, my message didn't send, but just wanted to super chat you guys. So thank you very much, Demon Tank. No, uh, you're at the top of the list when it comes to meme people. There are a handful of people that post daily content. You post multiple times. So your brain is always yeah. like, you're always thinking. You must be like live on your phone. Which is another thing, like, that used to be a curse. I used to fucking, my brain was just always going, going, going. Now I have a place to, like, like a release valve. Right. You know what I mean? So not only on Tanks and Outro, but on Tanks Good News, then on the stories, then on the IGTV. Like, I, it's, I've always had some kind of a creative outlet, and now I'm just trying to put out as much as possible. But now yeah. you're, you're trying to pump it out. How much time are you spending on content creation now? Because your memes are original. Yeah. So the so the thing about the content creation is like it's like football. Like when you watch a football game, a three hour football game, it's like five minutes of play. So it takes me like thirty seconds to make it, but my brain is just always going looking for situations that could be funny or that would make a good meme. So I'm like always making them, but I'm never making them. Like if I added up all the time, it would be like an, a couple of minutes a week probably. Yeah. You know. Now Go ahead. Well, I was gonna. I was just gonna make mention that not only are your memes good and do they do well and they're funny, but your description of the meme is always as most to me anyway. Because I think me and you have like the same sense of humor. The little four or five words that you put as the description <laughs> of the meme are it makes me laugh more than the fucking meme does. You did one today, and I forget what it was. It was something about you've been doing dogs a lot lately. <laughs> I feel like every, everything's been with a dog. Like, I go through my phases, man. Yeah, and I'm like, this fucking dog again. But it was something like, who's a good boy now? Or something like oh, that. Yeah. You, it was so fucking funny. And it's like just that dry sense of humor that I appreciate. Well, that's something that people, when they first come to my page, they don't get. So like now that you know me and you know my voice and you know my tone and my intention and all that, like those little snippets are even funnier. Like I've had the best time on people's pages like five, seven, 10, 15 minutes down where I'm just scrolling and then all of a sudden one is like, boom, and it just fucking hits me and I cannot stop laughing. Like as if I'm in a comedy club. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you're looking at your phone, you look like a psycho. No, I laugh out loud a lot of times just at the descriptions. Um, uh, shit, I, I had something on the tip of my tongue too that I wanted to say and now I forgot. What was the first meme that blew the fuck up on you? So... 
it was um, there was a there was a couple. It's hard to like pinpoint because I was just there was a point in time where I was just making stuff like like ten memes a day. It was like everything. But the wow. one that my favorite one um, is. There was two like gerbils or something, and there was one gerbil in the forefront. That's just funny in itself. Like I'm, I'm just picturing gerbil. two gerbils. <laughs> well, you guys think about that gay shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's exactly. Yeah. Isn't there something with gerbils and like two a- gerbils, one butthole, and it was like the caption was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my man. god! No, it was. I was a sneaky, manipulative kid. So, like, the <laughs> caption was when you um, ask your parents, uh, when your friend asks their parents if you can sleep over, and you just chill out in the back, like. And the other gerbil was like, like looking yeah, over yeah. the gerbil's shoulder because I used to bring my friend if I wanted them to sleep over. Sleep over, I'd bring my friend and be like, then she, she can't say no if you're behind me because she feels bad. So just like stand like you know around <laughs> me in the back. Yeah, and I'd ask, saying. and then if I didn't want them to sleep over, I'd be like. Wait in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ask my mom, see what she says. Ah, she said no, bro. Sorry, you got to leave immediately. Yeah. My mom didn't give a fuck. Everything was no. It didn't matter how sad of a face you had. You could have baked her a cookie. Cool She'd be like, well, in the beginning, as we got older, I think she trusted us more. But um, Which well, was dumb. Yeah. I'm talking about like seven, eight, nine years old, not like Yeah, teenagers. oh, back then, yeah. No, yeah. my mom was like, no, fuck that. You can't. That's how I am now. My stepdaughter had two girls sleep over, and I feel bad even saying it. They're not listening. They're like 12. But- they made so much fucking noise. <laughs> like one o'clock in the morning, I'm like, yo, I come upstairs, no shirt on, underwear. I'm like, you guys got to stop making noise right now. They were like, okay. yeah. They well, didn't they realize this 250 pound monster coming at them. Like, yeah, <laughs> stop making noise. So, did you, do you, um, do this for a living, like full time now? Yeah. That's a, yeah, now, about a year ago. A I year quit. ago? You quit? I was still selling fence up until a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you feel like the – see, here's – okay. Now, I'll ask a question, and this is a little bit more kind of to my situation. When you were selling fences as I was selling insurance before mm-hmm. I pulled the plug and said, okay, I'm doing this full-time now. Yeah. Do you feel like you were more creative when you were on the company's dime – making memes in your car, like on your lunch break or like in between whatever you were supposed to be doing? Or do you feel like you're more creative now that you have all this free time? The reason I ask that is because I told myself when I resigned from selling insurance, I says, now I'm going to have these eight hours a day back to me where I don't have to worry about working and making cold calls and selling a, a, a Medicare insurance plan. <laughs> I could create all this content. I'm going to do vlogs. I'm going to make memes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a... The minute I resigned and I had all this free time to myself, my creative went like in the shitter. Yeah. Do you feel like that happened or are you still as creative as ever? Obviously, you're pumping out content as am I. But do you feel like kind of subconsciously when you're on the company's dime, you're like, damn, this this is pretty cool. I could do what I love and get paid at the same time. Well, when I so when I was working selling fence, I was doing sales. So I was out on the road a lot. I would be in my car sitting, waiting for appointments, just left an appointment, have another one in two hours. Like, do you have time to kill? So it was, mm-hmm. I wasn't like, I, I, I don't want to say like I was stealing time, but I was definitely, I was like, you know, what else am I going to do? So I was just making these memes. And um, the reason I was able to quit was because Bumble, which is a dating app, <laughs> called me and said, we want to work with you. We want to do, you know, we want to do something for like a year. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're wow. a great company in yeah. general, but that kind of, that to me was, um, 
it was a parallel step financially, but it was a big step up as far as like oh, that's me, interesting, man. Yeah, me doing what I what right. I want to do, huh. and I get to be creative with them. And they are like I'm not just saying this. When I went down there to Austin to visit them, it's a small ish company. It's not huge like thousands of employees, but it's like everybody there is fully focused and intent on making the user have the best experience. Like I've been in corporate meetings before where they're like. You know, we gotta we gotta tap into the African American community and the female community and the under the th- under thirty five and over thirty five. These women were like, "How can we make sure everybody feels like they have a chance on this app, like they belong on here?" Right. And they'd spend the, the however much time was necessary to figure it out. They weren't just checking boxes off. Okay. Do you have anything with Bumble that do you have like a personal link or something that directs people to Bumble, or it's just you make like a an ad or a meme or something like that, and you post it on your page. Yeah. So the the other thing is that they do a lot of cool shit that's nice to talk about. So they have a lot of initiatives and campaigns. Like they do a lot of in real life stuff. Okay. Um, so I'll post about that. I'll tell people about that. Or sometimes it's just a meme that like will get heavy engagement. Try and direct people to their Bumble page, Bumble BFF, which is like a friend thing, or Bumble Biz, which is. A pretty good alternative to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, like, obviously a lot bigger, but LinkedIn is, like, very dry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very, well, compu- like, computer sh- I don't know. I don't so know do you get it. your own free b- Bumble profile? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I, I'm on I, Bumble Biz, though. Bumble Biz only. Bumble Biz and Bumble BFF. I've actually, so when I first signed up, I made a Bumble profile just to, like, poke around the app and see what it was like. And, like, three of my wife's friends were like, um, I don't know how to say this, but... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw someone on this Bumble, and he looked exactly like Tank. Like, I, I, I felt bad for them because they were, like, nervous. They thought I was cheating on my wife. Yeah, But yeah. they were like, um, one of them was like, I think somebody is, like, using his pictures or something, too. And she's like, no, it's, it's him. <laughs> we're breaking up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I remember all those sites back in the day. I won't mention them because we want people to go to Bumble now, but I remember all those internet dating sites and earmuffs over there to our live studio audience <laughs> person. Used to fuck mad bitches on that with those websites. Man. Internet pimping. Internet pimping. That's not what Bumble's for, okay? Yeah, no, no, no. I know Bumble's Bumble for healthy for relationships. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're looking to find love uh, on Bumble. So wait, I'm so confused. Is Bumble code for Ashley Madison? Is that what what we're really talking <laughs> oh my about? God. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> That's something completely different. I, you know, speaking of that site, which I can't say by contract. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I can't fucking believe that that website exists. It's such a like a like bad feeling. Just like the fact that it's out there and people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna log in and fucking cheat on my wife with another woman uh, who's cheating on her husband." Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's your fucking business model? Just ruin the world? Yeah, just ruin, yeah, yeah. That, you're, dude. Make I, America single again. <laughs> uh, well, we, no, I was going to say something, but we won't be there. Um, but yeah, so one other question that I had for you is, uh, we're kind of jumping all over the place, but we talked about Snooki. Snooki follows you, sorry, as she follows me. Which, when I found that out, I shit my pants. I didn't even know that she followed me until I went through my stories mm-hmm. and I was looking at who looked at my stories, and she was at the top. I was like, "Holy shit, Snooki's watching my stories!" So then I went to her page, and it said "follow back." I didn't, even, you know, because I didn't follow her. So I saw that she was following me. I was like, "Oh shit!" Gave her a sympathy follow back. <laughs> aside from aside from Snooki. 
who would you say, because uh, people love memes, and uh, as being yeah. one of the top meme people that are on the internet right now, who is probably your top three like followers that you would say in terms of like notoriety, like big name Hollywood people or comedians or athletes or whoever followed you. Who do aside you, from you Robert say? Frank six one five? Aside from Robert Frank six one five, nobody else matters, man. <laughs> Damn, That's a great answer. That feels, that feels good, man. It's a lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. No, I mean, so did you ever use the website Social Rank? No. So Social Rank was this incredible website that you could put your Instagram name into and your password, and it would link into your account, and it would rank all your followers based on what they called um, like relevance, which is a, a bunch of different things, very vague. Okay. But you could also sort it by followers, so you could see who your biggest followers are. That doesn't exist anymore, and it's like kind of annoying. I know for the most part who follows me. Um, so Chrissy Teigen follows me. She's like a, a humor freak she loves yep. anything funny and she's got a huge account and she's got a huge profile john legend's woman right yeah okay buddy um <laughs> okay it's a big that's a pretty as, big name as far as like personally gratifying follows to see john Favreau followed me for some reason i have no idea how he found me or why he follows me but now he i'm does. gonna sound like a big asshole here but who is john Favreau? John Favreau is the guy that wrote and starred in Swingers. Then he directed Iron Man and Spider Man. And oh, he's a, a director, huge, okay. huge Hollywood powerhouse. Jung, uh, Jungle Book. He's tremendous. He's just like a really well plugged in creative person. Okay. Um, Adam Devine, who is the guy from Workaholics, and then like literally every movie that's come out in the last <laughs> three years, he's just crushing it. He's a stand up comedian. Okay. Okay. Um, John Mayer, Chris D'Elia. Um, there's, there's a lot. But, I mean, John Favreau, for some reason, I, it, maybe it was because I saw it at the right time in my growth or my whatever, I was like, holy shit, John Favreau? And he only followed, like, 40 people. Yeah, wow. I was so like, to this, follow you is this must big. be a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Rob's well, favorite follower was when uh, Richard Simmons started following him. Oh, God. is he back? No, he's I heard he was missing for a while. <laughs> my, I would say, in terms of followers, my biggest follower at one time was The Rock, but The Rock has since unfollowed me. <laughs> and we have, and you know what? I'm even going to say it. Andy Frisella. You know Andy Frisella? Yeah, he follows yeah. me. Yeah, he does follow. He used to follow me too. Oh, he unfollowed uh, you. Yeah, he unfollowed me. But I, I, I have a a theory of why, and I'll say this on the podcast. I don't give a fuck. Do I say it, Jimmy? He's scared. All right, <laughs> listen. The Rock unfollowed me. We tried to put a couple things together. We said, why would he do that? Maybe because he's going to run for president. He was. He doesn't want to be seen following a guy, even though he only engaged on my shit once in a while. I think he like liked maybe three of my videos mm -hmm. for the year and a half that he followed me. He commented on maybe one. Um, it's because he uh, he was going to run for president or is going to run for president. He doesn't want to be seen following a guy who's talking about fucking bitches and steroids and this and that. So it's like a bad look for him. Okay, let's get rid of this guy. Put him off to the side. But I really think it's because he's threatened by my acting ability. I mean, a little birdie told me that uh, he saw me in a construction hat and a construction vest over in Long Island when I was filming for a, uh, a pilot. And he was a little threatened. And he I'm was like, sure Man, he was. this motherfucker is, is going to take my spot in this Hollywood. This dude can act his ass off. God damn. I'm so and, great at acting like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. And, and not only that, Andy Fursella, who I've never met him. We've had a couple conversations. And 
we were supposed to have more conversations that never happened. But uh, Andy has, I just saw, what was it, last week, the week before? Andy Frisella, his, uh, his podcast was ranked number I don't, one. dude, I think. And again, we don't know the rank. No, it was ranked number yeah. one overall but at how, all podcasts. All right, I don't get that because I've, I don't know. Never mind. It was no, only up for like a day or two days, but he's always in the top. God, but his probably pod, top it's 20. not like they're like 10 minute like snippets. Like, I think as, shorter is better, bro. As, yeah, as far as like the unfollowing thing goes, um, and I'm not just saying this trying to make you feel better because I've unfollowed people that I don't dislike. I don't have any beef with them. It's just like, yeah, your content, I'm just not in. It's like fucking not working for me anymore. So I unfollow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. And I know people have unfollowed me. And when I was. Just starting out, I remember when I when I like switched my personal page, I had like twelve hundred followers. I didn't switch it, I just stopped posting pictures of myself and started posting memes. Yeah. Like I watched fucking people drop off like flies. Like my best friends were like, right. fuck this guy. You're posting memes now. Okay, we're gonna be the fat Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um and they, you know, some people come back, some people come back and follow and then leave again. Like it's not I just I, I don't know, the the rock would probably destroy me if he unfollowed me. I don't know how you're handling that, but no, uh, I really I, I blocked him. <laughs> I I, blocked. I I blocked him. Yeah, so fuck that guy. Um, no, no but, it's I I I'm like so as far as him following me, I wanted him to follow me, and then I was like, I also don't want to think about everything I fucking post for the next however many yeah, however right. long he follows me. Like, is he gonna like it? Is he not gonna like it? It's a lot of pressure. So the fact that social rank doesn't exist is actually probably good because I don't even know who follows me and who doesn't. Yeah. Anymore. Well, you did know? those do those people engage on your shit? Do you ever see the double taps coming through or comments yeah, yeah. or anything like that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, not like listen, the bigger they are, the less likely they are to engage for a couple of reasons. One, I think the main reason is that they just have a a whole lot of shit going on besides double right. tapping shit on true. Instagram. Yeah, no, Plus, it's true. They know their likes are valuable. You know what I mean? Uh, that is that's another thing too. Yeah. I see a lot of people comment on shit, but they won't double tap because like you said, people can't see a comment. Yeah. But you could see a double tap. So yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um but the thing with uh, and just getting back to Andy Frisella, he's got a number 1 podcast and he knows that we're coming for his well, I won't say number 1. He's probably <laughs> in the top 25 overall. Um, but he knows that we're coming for his head and, um, you know, so he probably unfollowed. He's like, ah, I don't want to give this guy any, uh, he, he gives people what they're looking for. His podcast is a little too like gruff for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I remember this guy, Greg Plitt was a big fitness model. You yeah. remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He got hit by a train, right? Yeah. Being a fucking psycho. Yeah. Which is kind of why I couldn't watch his videos. I'd watch his videos and I feel like I was in trouble. Like I did something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't doing pushups watching the video, I was like, oh shit, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. So when I watch Andy Frizella, like, so just to go totally off topic, when I got sober, there was groups in my area where, like, they were fucking really cool, and then there was groups in the area where it was like a fucking military camp. Like, you get there at exactly the time you were told to get there, you call at the exact time you were told to call, you get hung up on. I don't do well with that. I, I like, like, positive reinforcement. Not like I needed to be pat on the back, but I don't like to be made to feel... Uh, inferior or weak because I'm not going at a hundred percent all the time. I don't have that in me. That is not my fucking speed. So I like you better chill. stop watching my rage videos because <laughs> that's that's what all that guy's about is fucking a hundred percent intensity. Blah, 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 blah. But that works for him, and that yeah. works for whoever watches him. Like if you're, I'm not a lazy piece of shit though. So if you're a person who all like right, cannot right. get off the couch and you need somebody, a stranger, to yell at you in order to get amped up to get off the couch, watch whatever you need to watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. 
No, I hear you. Another thing, too, that people have said, um, I I don't call people out for unfollowing, but the couple people that I have in the past mm-hmm. called out and been like, oh, I saw you unfollow me. You know, it's not a whatever. But it's because they said the reason I did it is because I follow Worldstar and Worldstar always shares your shit. So why why am I following you and Worldstar? Like I could get Worldstar, I could get Robert Frank and more by following Worldstar where with you we're only getting Robert Frank. That yeah, doesn't make any sucker fucking ass sense. That's, yeah, that's such a bullshit excuse. But three different people, two or three different people actually gave me that explanation. But anyways, I'd have told him to eat a dick. Let me go let me go real quick <laughs> through this. <laughs> Let me go real quick through this uh, live stream right now because there's a couple bros and broettes that are in there that are leaving some comments here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rain Walker says he doesn't think The Rock is natty. Uh, no, absolutely, absolutely not. He's not natty. Um, C3 Muscle says Robert Frank is greater than Andy Frisella. Thank you, C3. C3 Muscle. C3, C3 is in the house. Uh, Crosswhite276 says five stars for you guys on your podcast. Thank you very much. That is a good reminder. If you guys are out there and you're listening on iTunes, word through the grapevine is that the way that we bump up in the rankings is by you, bros and broettes, giving us a five-star review and leaving a comment and subscribing to our channel. I don't give a fuck if you don't listen to our podcast. Just subscribe to the channel. Oh, the most... and one of the bros said, make sure you hit the, the bell. Notification bell is on YouTube. On YouTube, yes. Yeah, so the, on YouTube. The notification bell. Oh, Apple Podcast now has a bell too when we get, they'll get notified if we upload. Okay, cool. So if you guys could do us that big favor, and if you're listening on iTunes, give us that five-star review, give us a comment, and subscribe. Like and I said. And ring the bell. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you listen to us or not. Just subscribe to the damn channel because I think what they do from what we hear is they take uh, total subscriptions over the last like seven days or something like that. And that's how they come up with the rankings of who's a top podcast. But we were and I'll only bring this up one more time because we're getting further and further away from this. (laughs) Uh, We were top 200 in the comedy podcast. We were as low as 165 out of the top 200 and 30 podcasts in that was pretty fucking good and i was very proud of that and then we soon got bumped out of the top 200 and we have not been back since and believe me i check every fucking day oh we got a super chat coming in right now i want to read real quick uh who is this coming in from give me one second this is from mike savicki our man big mike what's big up mike uh, for unfollowing The Rock, he gave us a nice Super Chat donation because I said, <laughs> fuck that dude. Unfollowed. Oh, he's unfollowing The Rock. I thought he meant because I blocked The Rock. Mike's How, loyal, wait, too. Wait, did, did you really block him? Yeah, I blocked him. Fuck him. <laughs> Mike, Mike is loyal. What's yeah. up, Mike? I don't, I, don't, I don't play that, man. I don't play that. And you know what? People try to so, like, say. Wait, wait, wait. Tank, you asked. How are you handling that? That's, that's how we handle <laughs> yeah, it. That's how I'm handling that, that, That's your answer. Well, here, here's the thing. <laughs> People you took, all your, to you say, took all your rock posters down, <laughs> all that. Uh, let me tell you, t- let's be honest. I was never a fan of The Rock. Oh, like when shit. he was wrestling. Here we go. Yo, here, rock, okay, that's him rock, saying that shit, rock. not us. If you're, <laughs> Dwayne, I know you're listening right now, but listen. Back in the day, when I stopped watching wrestling was pretty much when he was doing the Rocky Maivia thing. He wasn't even The Rock yet. He was still like with the long hair and he had on that goofy outfit, whatever the fuck he was wearing, to the ring. It was almost like he was wearing a dress. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I remember him as Rocky Maivia and then he blew up as The Rock and, you know, with the catchy one-liners and everything. But anyways, 
Um, someone said to me, listen, The Rock might not even be in control of his page. It could be somebody running his page for him. I don't buy that. I think The Rock, from what I remember before I blocked him, um, he was very active on his page. He was very, you know, he always posted every day, mostly to promote a movie or a book or an appearance or something like that. But I truly believe out of all these popular people that have other people running the pages for him, um, I think The Rock really was in charge of his page. I think he was the one on his phone, you know, double tapping and posting pictures and commenting and stuff like that. that that's the great thing about social media is that it's it really is like the fucking great equalizer. Like if you can get a direct message to somebody who you want to get to, that's who you're talking to. Like I direct messaged um, – so we, we I started a podcast a couple of weeks ago called Think Tank, right? Nice. Okay. And I'm fucking very excited about it. And I'm just going for everybody and anybody who I think would be an interesting guest. And I direct messaged – this guy, Brendan Schaub, who's yeah. the, uh, the, the California comedian Joe Rogan fighter mm-hmm. guy. Um, Brendan Schaub is good, yeah. And he was just like, yeah, man, let's do it. I was like, what the fuck is, what, what so is awesome, this? Man. Like, what is yeah. this tool right? that I have in my hand that right? puts me, gives yeah, me right? access to, like, anybody, anybody. in the world? Anybody. Crazy, it doesn't always get through, obviously. Like, right. I've, if you direct message The Rock, like, chances are... If he is on it and he is using it, he's not going to that folder to see what right. fucking garbage is in there from right, Tank right, Sinatra. Right, right, right. But um, but you yeah. know what helps you? That little blue check helps you. It does help. It helps does help it's tremendously. The 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 people that you can contact on that platform is like it's almost like having their phone number. It's not. You got to have somebody who's very engaged and is looking in that message request folder for either business opportunities or fucking people like me or whoever reaching out for something that might help them. But yeah, it's um. He he's definitely. I, I know that he's got people helping him with it. I think now, the longer his captions get, like that's like when when you see somebody who's like really putting a lot into the caption. At that point, I'm like, this, I you can't be writing that every fucking day, three or four times a day. It's too much energy. Right. Yeah. It's too right. much work. So the model of the story is Joey Bags. You need to get on your uh, your hustle and start getting Rob some appearances and yeah. some guests. Yo, people will respond if you come through with a, <laughs> like a legit offering. You don't realize a million followers, six hundred thousand on this one, fucking uh, however many on that one. Like you, you have a tremendous fucking platform. Yeah, I know that you and I, because we're meatheads, we have like low self esteem. <laughs> <shit>, but <laughs> but there, uh, there's never been a time in history. There was a guy who I was coming up with, um, and. He, we had, we both had like 300,000 followers and I was like, you know, what, what's your plan? Like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. I'm going to finish school probably and I'll figure it out. I was like, okay, bro. See you later. You're fucking <laughs> wasting the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. A million people do just at your, I mean, you don't hit a million right off the bat, right. but th- we're still in that time period where like people see a million followers and they're like, we, yeah, whatever that guy wants to do. Let's do what he wants to do. Let's work with him. Well, one thing that I'm noticing that you're doing a lot more, and you're probably doing it purposely, and I, I don't want to air anything out or expose anything, but you're actually showing yourself more. Like you're doing your IGTV stories. And let me tell you, that George thing where you were talking <laughs> about George, I don't know if you guys saw it where you were going over oh, Georgie Porgy, George of the Jungle, all that shit on your IGTV. Yeah. That shit was so fucking funny. I laughed out loud the whole time. But you're... You're a meme guy. You're a meme page. I just went to your Brandfire Halloween party, and I met uh, who was there? Um, Doctor Grayfang. Doctor Grayfang was there. Who I I've never seen what he looked like before. I couldn't pick him out of a line. If you said who runs the Doctor Grayfang page, how the fuck do I know? Yo, I met him three times before I was like, because it was so long in between meetings. 
he came to my book signing, and this was like the last time I was like, all right, bro, burn this fucking guy's face into your memory immediately <laughs> before you embarrass yourself again. Yeah. Came over to me, and he's like, hey, I uh, heard there's some big shot having a book signing here. And I was like, huh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, bro, Kenny. I was like, Kenny. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dr. Greyfang. I was like, oh, fuck, bro. What? Just, Just say, say Dr. That. Greyfang. Yeah. Don't say Kenny. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, um yeah, it, it, it's a very weird thing. But I've been so I was talking about this at Brandfire today. I've been po- posting pictures of myself since I had like thirty thousand followers, and I do it intermittently. I don't do it all the time because not because I don't want to upset people, just because my, my page doesn't really call for it. But that's how I was able to get as much momentum like you with fucking when you show who you are on your page. People are either going to love you or they're going to hate you, but they're going to know who you are, and you're giving them an opportunity to decide. Right. If you hide behind 100%. your page, people never know. They know you, they like your memes, but if you do try and do anything off the platform, it's going to be very difficult to brand yourself off sure. of the platform if you don't show who you are yeah. and, and let people fucking judge you, unfortunately, and open yourself up to that. No, absolutely. Now, when you do, because you do stand-up from time to time as well, stand-up comedy, that right? That George thing was actually a, a bit that I did in my stand-up. Okay. Well, was just kinda... let me tell you something. I'm after we're done here. I'm gonna go back and watch it because that's that shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> but um, do people? Do you think the live audience when you're doing your stand up? Do they know you from Instagram or they just know you as? Some people did. Okay. Some people did. Like if I had a show that I was promoting, then people would come see me. And like every time somebody. It's hard enough to get somebody to like a picture on Instagram. Yeah. When you post something, like you do meet and greets, when somebody looks at an event that you're doing, says, makes a decision, oh, I want to go see this guy, then plans for it, then fucking buys a ticket or whatever, and then gets up that day, because there's so many opportunities to not do the thing that you think you're going to do. Like my show was at 9 o'clock, 8.30, they could have been like, nah, fuck this guy, I'm not going to see this guy. But they didn't. They got in their car and they drove there and they sat and watched and waited. And to me, that's like... I don't know. It's very, um, it's a very foreign feeling to have people actually be interested in what you're saying and what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Besides friends and like strangers that you meet and shit, like actual, like people that you're completely removed from. And it's a total one way relationship where you're only talking to them and they still feel like they have a relationship with you because you talk to them a couple of times a day. It's, um, it's, it's crazy. It's a great feeling. Yeah. This, I mean, these are the conversations that we have with, with the bros and broettes when we go to expos and when we go to Arnold and Olympia. People will pull me to the side and they'll recite a whole fucking video <laughs> that I did. Like, I don't even remember the words of the fucking video. I said it one time. These guys will just recite the whole thing and tell me about how they were going through some time in their life or the, battling some kind of depression or anxiety or something like that. And they watch this video and it like... Like you said, you're we're using this platform. Like I don't even know what the fucking internet is, but it's like this. <laughs> it's almost like this, like space portal between you and like other people that you could reach and touch people and and um, like emotions come out. It's like it's crazy what you could do. But I got I got a DM from uh, a kid. He actually reaches out to me a lot. I think his name is Son of Magnus. But the kid said I recognize that, that name. He said that he's on his fourth go around of listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's crazy to me. Yeah, and he said he was like, you know, I feel kind of funny about it, but yeah, I've listened to it four times. Like, well, so big shouts to man. you. Yeah, he he. Uh, yeah, big shouts, man. We appreciate that. Thank you. You know, yeah. comedy is a, a beautiful gift to have to be able to like make people laugh 
And I think it's something that, like, usually people who are funny have, like, this weird, uh, I'm not, like, you know, cool enough to actually be funny in front of other people. When we made that app, the Momus meme app. Love it. My fucking argument in that office was, like, everybody thinks they're funny with a certain group of people. Whether that's right, two million right. people or one person or your dog. Everyone thinks they're funny. And to be able to, like, just exercise that freely, like, your jo- your videos... I know they're rage videos, but obviously the end jo- the end game is to get people to laugh. Right. If you can make somebody laugh, you become like a special person to them. You know what I mean? And they have this thing where they're like, that guy brings me joy. In a world of fucking just people beating you down, your boss is a piece of shit, your friends are like not nice to you anymore, whatever. You're like a, a fucking beacon of, of light. Not yeah. to sound weird, but if you can bring somebody laughter from 3,000 miles away, it's a really, uh, it's just a very interesting time. And I think that's why his hater videos where he's dancing in the kitchen are so popular. Every time that I do an interview. He takes everything and just flips <laughs> it, man. Like, yo, you guys want to freaking call me names or like, whatever. You want to say certain things about me, whatever. And, and it, like, he takes a negative and he flips it and it's empowering. And there's people who get bullied and have shitty days at work and have people talking about them and they take it personally. And Rob, on the other hand, is like, whatever, like... This dude just said, fuck the rock. So, like, it just shows you that, yo, life goes on, man. <laughs> like, yeah. some other things to be worried about. I, I've done a podcast twice with Bradley Martin, who everybody, if you're into fitness, you know who Bradley Martin is. Twice on the podcast, really all he wanted to focus on was my hater dance videos. He thought they were so <laughs> genius and creative and, like, because... And and I just did a podcast last week with Chad Johnson from The Bachelor or Bachelor. I think he was he was one of the contestants on The Bachelorette, but he's been on a bunch of reality shows. That's all they wanted. They don't even want to talk about my rage videos. They don't give a fuck about the rage videos. They're like, dude, this skit that you do in your kitchen where you're dancing with your shirt off, holding a bottle of Jack Daniels, featuring all these comments where people are like, like, how does that not get to you? It's like for the same reason how we're reaching out to all these people and we're like touching lives and everything. Like, still remember that these people that were touching their lives, they could be 3,000 miles away. You're never going to meet them. And that's unfortunate because if you're impacting someone's life, you would like to meet them. But there's also people from 3,000 miles away that hate your guts and want to fuck your mom. <laughs> and, like, all the, they just say all this, like, negative, nasty shit. And they think it's cool that I could, like, blow all that off. I never... And I see you get hate comments once in a while. You never take offense to it. It's like, or do you, or do you, or do you let it get to you? Um, my new rule. So first of all, I've been doing this new thing, which I may have even gotten from you subconsciously. If somebody writes something really fucking negative on my on my page, I'll just reply, comment, please kiss me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> some guy wrote. Some guy wrote. You're 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 fucking. You're gay as fuck. And I obviously replied, "Please kiss me." That was like the ultimate opportunity to do that. Yeah, but perfect opportunity. Perfect. There's a. You know, logic is right. The rapper. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, I, I, to be honest with you, I'm not like a, a huge fan of his music. I don't know it that much, but who he is as a person, I'm a big, big fucking fan of what he stands for and what he puts out there into the world. And I was watching an interview with him, and he was like, you know, because he's an internet person. He's Our generation is young enough. He gets sucked into it just like anybody else. And he goes, I was on the internet, and I was reading all these negative comments about people hating on my project that I put fucking... It takes me 30 seconds to make a meme. It takes him a year to make an album. Right, and people just right. shit on it. Yeah. And he was like, it occurred to me one day, reading these comments, this is not who I make my music for. 
I make right, my music exactly, for people who man. do like it. Right. So that's who I'm going to focus on. And when, that was one shift I had. And then I realized that I'm just going to double down on the people who are there for my success and just ignore the people who are there to watch me fail unless I tell them to please kiss me. <laughs> but if somebody says something funny or they write a nice message, there was a time where I was kind of like asleep at the wheel. I was just posting and trying to like just stay fucking afloat. And now I'm like fully back into the the DMs, the comments. I want to make people feel like I was at when I was at Instagram, this guy goes, you know, you really the algorithm is such a fucking it's such a mind fuck cuz it's like what works and what doesn't. Does my content really suck or is it not getting seen? And he goes, you got to just like the number one rule is engage with people. He goes, the reason that, you know, if I see Kendall Jenner post a picture, I don't like it because she doesn't need it. It's like giving a billionaire a dollar bill. They don't they could fucking they don't need it at all. Right. So to give somebody a like, it's like it doesn't matter. But if you get these people to feel recognized on your page, they're much more likely to engage. And if they engage, then you get boosted. It's like, you know, and I'm not just doing it for that reason. It actually feels good to let these people get excited that. I, I like their comment. It takes no effort at all. Yeah. And no. it becomes an event for them. How many times do people, and this happens to me often, I'll respond to someone's comment. They'll yeah. screenshot it and put it in their story or something. Yeah. Oh, my God, Robert time. Frank just responded <laughs> to me. Um, the Twitter, it happens a lot. People, like, screenshot it. Robert Frank just liked my post. Holy shit. Like, who the fuck am I? I'm a nobody. I'm, I'm a loser. Yeah, but, but it's cool that you also take the time to sit there and respond back to the stories, though. But you're not the, a nobody to, the to them. You're you're right. Part of their entertainment, yeah, which people value a lot. Yeah. One one other thing that I want to bring up real quick before we get to our our segments real really fast is all of us at the table here, besides the podi, are pretty much all around the same age. We're probably about one or two years apart from each other. And one thing that we learned from you, and I suggest anyone out there that is. Uh, uh, listen to the podcast. Go back on Snooki's podcast and listen to the interview with Tank Sinatra because that was a really good. It was only it was short too. It was like thirty minutes, right? It was Wasn't about an hour. Long. Oh, was it about an hour? Okay, yeah. it felt like thirty minutes, which is good. It, time time flew, but you time were flies when you're getting hit on. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, half the thirty minutes of it was Joey wanting to bang you, so um, or get banged, I guess. Um, so we're all about the same age. And you were a big frequenter of, is that even a word, of the clubs in the city. Oh and you and I, and Ray Vegas, and Jimmy Triceps, probably, and even our, our uh, audience. special audience guest here, <laughs> um, have probably been under the same roof yeah. and not, didn't even know about it. What, a like crowbar or something Crowbar, like Sound Factory, <laughs> Exit. Those were all your stomping grounds back in the day, right? Sound Factory and Exit Ooh. mostly, yeah. Okay. Um, exit. Limelight. <laughs> limelight, I went yes, to sir. Limelight a couple of times. I like Sound Factory. I was just talking about today, actually. Mm-hmm. Did you know that they used to have their own ambulance service? No. <laughs> so they put it, this is a news day. It was like, you know, a real fucking news article. Was this it club, for fights or overdoses? No, no. for overdoses. <laughs> okay. All right. So I was reading this newspaper at work one day, like I don't even know how many years ago, and I was like, oh man, I, f- I knew it. I knew that they had something going on because people, you remember, you'd be there dancing, hanging out, listening to the music, and then somebody would get carried by you. I'm like, you'd yeah, never right. think twice about it. That yeah. person was dead, bro. Yeah, yeah. Every every night, people were dying in that club. It was the fact that it stayed uh, uh, open for as long as it did is insane. But they had like an ambulance where 
these little, you know, people would die, it's and then these little, I was picturing a little Asian girl because it was like nine oh times out of ten, it was a little Asian girl <laughs> oh, took too much shit. ecstasy. Yeah, oh they'd God. put him in the ambulance, drive him around the corner, and throw him in an alley. And oh. just like, yeah, holy what? shit. So wait, so these weren't real ambulances. These were just like a like a like a, a security squad. Exactly. Like, oh yeah. my God. Jesus. And they would just circulate, and if they had a death, they would just swing by the club, throw them in the ambulance, drive around the corner, and just dump the body. That is fucking crazy to me. That's where I used to hang out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, I mean, you you're from New York, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, well I couldn't tell from the accent. Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably went a lot more than us, but I would say back in the day, what what do you say, Ray? Probably once a month we, we would out be. There, man. We had we, a good time. We was out there at least once a month. Yeah, on I wasn't out there that much. Okay. In my life, I maybe hit those clubs combined 30, 30 times, 35 That's, times. Okay. Not we're, a ton. We're maybe a little less than that, but yeah, the yeah. chaos that would go on. I know a lot of my audience is younger. They don't even remember Sound Factor or Exit or anything like that, but just to paint the picture for you, just imagine... The club, there was like no lights. It was like pitch black club, but the light that you would get was from the strobe light. A lot of potential for hallucinations. Oh, (laughs) a lot of potential for hallucinations. And I would say for every hundred people that were there, 99 and a half of them were either coked out of their mind, stoned out of their mind, ecstasied out of their mind. Dr- I mean, drunk is, that was normal. Like, if you weren't drunk, then And everybody was so fucking jacked. Bro. It was like a bodybuilding body. show it was for crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> and, and nowadays, if you try to take your shirt off in a club, they'll oh. fucking kick you out. Yo, back, back like, then, oh, everybody had their everybody shirts had off. Their the shirt late off. 90s, 2000s was between Sound Factory, Exit, and Neptune's, was I know people talk about like the Roxy and like those times like Studio Fifty Four like those are the golden days. That was a little days. younger though, right? That, I mean, older, older, older. Yeah, oh older, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, younger is in like Roxy. Maybe. That, that four to five hour, uh, four to five year time period was like I don't know. It's just such a fucking violent time in the nightlife scene. Neptune's was daytime, but you ever go to Neptune's? Uh, I may have. That's in uh, uh, Hamptons. Hamptons. Yeah. I may have been there once. Are there a lot of fights? But at I Jersey don't remember. Yes. Not as much anymore, but I, I mean, maybe I just don't see, or maybe I don't stay out that late because <laughs> I never stay till closing anymore. Usually, the fights, if a bar's open till 4 a.m., the, the, yeah. the fights happen from like 3 to 4. Yeah. I'm in bed by like 1 30. So I never I don't got see into a, a fight in a club ever. Um, Ray Vegas cannot say the same thing. Neither can Jimmy Triceps. Me, I've never gotten. Into I just a fight always in my saw life. them coming. Like I never got <laughs> caught up in the middle of a fight that I yeah. wasn't expecting. Because that's what happens most of the time. You got two guys or a couple of people who are like getting into it, and then you get hit, and you don't even know what the fuck is going on. You start swinging before you know it. Twenty people are fighting. Yeah, because yeah. nobody's paying attention to anything. Yeah, but you're absolutely right, and everybody's just so fucking jacked that now you combine a jacked <laughs> motherfucker with. All the drugs, all the drinking, the alcohol, the pills, everything that was going on back then. But what hurt the worst wasn't getting punched in the face. It was the prickly arms from the guys that shaved their fucking (laughs) arms and no one had a shirt on. So you would like walk past somebody and rub up against somebody. You'd feel like you were in a sticker bush. It was worse than getting a cigarette burn. Oh, my God. But uh, oh, yeah, that was in the club. shit. Man. Yeah, yeah, smoking. Oh, you would come home, your clothes would be oh, reeking of fucking it. cigarettes. Oh my, and other things too. 
crazy time. Yeah, man. buddy. But just so you guys know, I did not partake in any of that, any of those shenanigans. I was that half a percent that was stone sober, just watching. Anyways, I, one, one thing just to add to that. Go just ahead. remember, you know, you're in a club, you're dancing with a fine ass shorty. And all of a sudden, you may catch out the corner of your eyes some dude that's three times your size kind of eyeing you up. <laughs> oh, I know like, you're going. And you're like, oh, shit. I don't think I can whoop this dude's ass, but he is looking at me so hard. And the next thing you know, he comes doing a wop, pumping his arms, and he wants to dance with you. <laughs> he wants to dance with you, not the... Bro, the not first the time, shorty that you went that's fine I'm going to whoop this girl's ass. Yeah. <laughs> And that was back in the day where you had to like be careful. You didn't know if it was a guy or a girl. Mm. It could it, it looked like a girl. It smelled like a girl. But you know, you mm. hands start moving around and shit. Might feel it, the yo, it, it, yo, so here's the. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to stop me. Here's the. It was one. It was like that that time period where like. So I'm gonna put myself out there. I was doing drugs first of all. Let me just preface it by saying that. But second of all. I was at the sound factory, and I, as soon as I walked in, this girl was looking at me, and I was like, my lucky night. I'm going to go get some of this. So I, I'm dancing with her and whatever, and my friends don't know what's going on yet. So I'm dancing, and then like she leans in to kiss me, and my friend Jay grabs my shoulders and almost throws me on the floor. Uh-oh. I was already high. He, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? He's like, it's a fucking dude. I'm like, no, she has tits. He's like, you know how fucking easy it is to get implants, you moron? Oh and I was God. like, oh, my God, you're right. It was that window where it was like implants were definitely getting done, but like it wasn't like such a common thing right. as it is now. I'd never, that was a really strange time in my life. Oh, my God. We, 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 we can were, edit this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> we yeah, were yeah. with a guy back in the day who was probably the largest guy of the crew at the time. So Pedro. When yeah. this particular instance happened, our boy had his shirt off, and Pedro had his nipple pierced. Remember that? Yeah, he had his nipple yeah, pierced. Yeah. But Pedro was jacked. But the guy that wanted to come dance with him reminded me of... Um, not, not Tommy Gunn, but Bing uh, Rames. No, the football player, white, <laughs> white, Rames. the white football player, a couple of years ago. Um, Erlacher. Nope, long blonde hair from like the nineties. Um, Bosworth. Like a, Brian Bosworth. Brian Bosworth. Yes. So imagine the dude that's the size of Brian Bosworth coming up to you, like looking real mean, and then all of a sudden he just comes up and he starts <laughs> dancing. <laughs> yeah, that was. I remember Pedro was like, "Yo, what the fuck is happening?" But uh, yeah, those were the days, man. Let's let's move on here. Were there let's... only uh, three white football players? Like you guys <laughs> picked that out real quick. I'm like, where's he going with this, man? Well, I guess the blonde hair, the long hair, whatever. <laughs> High profile '90s, you know. Jimmy Jimmy Triceps. This is your segment. Oh, here we go. Jimmy Triceps. Jimmy pet, Joker. Pet peeve of the week. Jimmy, do you have a pet peeve this week? I do. Oh, okay. you do! Holy shit! Can we get a round of applause for the pet peeve? What is your pet peeve, sir? I'm just kidding. I don't have one. <laughs> uh, man, real quick. The goddamn... Uh, my pet peeve of the week? Car dealerships, man. And car salesmen. That's it. I'm leaving it alone. Okay. Uh, legally, right. I can't talk anymore. That's all you need anymore. to say. Okay. Stressful situation, say, huh? Say no more. Say I no might more. have bought a German car... German, right? Uh, yes. And I'm having some issues. Uh-oh. And we're going to move on. Damn. Have, okay. All right. So you know what we'll do? As as our guest, we'll do an honorary pet yeah. peeve of the week. Tank, 
Do you have any pet peeves that right? It doesn't have to be gym related. I know oh, we're all yeah. gym bros here, but I do. do. Anything that burns your balls, my I friend. No, I normally don't, but um, I do now. Um, <laughs> so I work in New York City, right? In Manhattan, in Midtown West. And the area of Midtown West that spans 8th Avenue from Penn Station to Port Authority is fucking bad. Right. A lot yeah. of drug addicts, a lot of homeless people. It's just like, you know, I'm not, whatever, no judgment. I was fucking there, but Jesus, so many homeless people, man. Yeah. And the new thing now is somebody will stand by a door, Essen Delicatessen, 7-Eleven, wherever, Dunkin' Donuts, and they open the door for you like they're a fucking bellhop. Oh. And they stand there with a cup, and it's like they want money, and it's like, I don't have, it's 2018, bro. I don't have cash ever. Like, I don't know. That's I'm going to swipe my debit card. And this was, the, <laughs> that's Rob's pet peeve. That is, that is my pet That was my pet peeve yep. last week. People who don't have cash in their pocket. I don't have any cash ever. Asking for money is one thing, but to hold the door for me to like put me on the spot, like now. So terrible, man. Like you're a Union 32 BJ doorman. Get out of here, dude. dude bro, they're going to have, they'll have fucking, uh, they'll have the Apple, Apple swipe card on their phone. And it's soon, new. Bro. Yo, some guy, they're so aggressive over there. Some guy asked me for money and I said, I don't have any cash on me. I'm sorry. He goes, <laughs> he goes, how about your, uh, how about you get some cash back when you do debit? I say, I'm going to use it. a credit card. He Stop goes, let me it. get your credit card. I'm like, are Stop you fucking it. kidding me? Oh my First God. off, bro, I find that like, um, Dude, this beard, I feel like I, I have a little intimidation going on. How the fuck is anybody asking gonna bust your fucking big ass ball? You know why? <laughs> it's a pro I make eye contact. Oh man. Uh, I make fucking eye contact. I, I cause I wanna I don't I don't wanna dehumanize them. I wanna make them true. feel yeah, like they're humans yeah. and like when the guy opens the door, I say thank you. I'm like, thanks, man. He's like, a little help. No, not yeah. zero help. I, well, I mean, do you ever like offer to buy him a coffee or something? Like, I'll get you a coffee. So here's how crazy this area is. Okay. I went to 7-Eleven. I got my food. There was a point in time where I was like eating meals at 7-Eleven. It, it was a very low point. That, bro. <laughs> yeah, we, we've all been there. But I got this seven, this egg salad sandwich, which is oh. so fucking good, man. Oh, my so God. So good. And I, I walk out, sandwich. and this guy, he goes, yo, man, I just got out of jail. Can you help me out? I, I'm hungry. And I was like. Reached into my bag because I was on my way to work. I reached into my bag, pulled out the egg salad sandwich. <laughs> and I said, You want this? He goes, Man, I wanted an egg sandwich. And I was like, Damn. Do you want the fucking sandwich or not? <laughs> yeah. Damn. It's See, a very, yeah. Uh, yeah. I it's, a, feel you, bro. it's a strange scene over there. You should but, just start walking around with Purell so when they open a door, yeah. as their tip, you can give them some Purell. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's almost like the people that when you go to the gas station and you have like a homeless guy wandering around, they fucking wash your windows yeah. for you and then they just fucking stare at that's you. That's not even at a gas station. That's not like a red light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah they do that there too. I'm just that's like, why, yeah, You know, it's, it's horrible to say, man, but that's why I don't like, because I work in Philly a lot too, but... I dread going into Philly because I know it's horrible, but they're on every corner, man. And it makes you just feel some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're at the red light, right? Now you you automatically go on. Your, I'm looking at my phone to try to avoid eye contact. But now I feel like a douchebag because I'm not, you know, like you said, I'm, you know, not like they're not humans or some shit. But, like, I don't know, man. It just makes you feel it. Like it, it puts everyone in a tough spot. And I think that's why the homeless people have such a hard time just in general is because, like... I would. I never used to feel like this. This is only like within the last month that these guys are holding the door for everybody. <laughs> You're gonna crazy. sit there for ten hours and hold the door. Go get a real job. Like I've never had that yeah. thought before in my life. I hear people say, "Got a job, you fucking bum." I'd be like, "You're a dick." Like this guy's obviously got 
right. issues. Like, but if you have the wherewithal to stand somewhere for ten hours <laughs> and open it, you just worked a shift. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Be a fucking doorman somewhere. Open the door. Buzz people in. Do something. Rob, point, didn't man. someone jump in front of your car in New York City over the summer? Oh yeah, when I almost hit somebody. Ugh. Well, I mean, I did hit somebody accidentally. <laughs> almost killed somebody. Where was I going? To I don't even remember. You were raging. Oh, we were going to uh, our our one person in the live studio audience today. Uh, I was going to her birthday party. This was back in March, right? Yeah, I accidentally hit someone. They went flying. Their Louis were Vuitton bags went. Oh, they were no, not. No, they were not. It was actually a rich white girl. Well, oh I don't God. know if she was rich, but she had a bunch of bags. Like she just went shopping. So she did not so jump on the hood. You hit, you hit her ass. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't hit her that hard. I hit her, I don't know, maybe 50 miles I still hour. don't get, I get very uncomfortable when you talk about that. Because one of these days, this person is going to fucking come out to the fucking woodwork and this podcast is going to be in court. You're going to be, they're going to be playing this shit in court. Nah, nah. <laughs> they're going to be like, Tank, remember the time you uh, almost made out with a transvestite? <laughs> <laughs> right after that, we have the car accident. <laughs> yeah. For the shit that I say, I'm, I already see in the chat, I'm, I'm, someone's busting my balls about me. Being a hater that The Rock unfollowed me. Um, listen. Yeah, you try and fucking sit through The Rock unfollowing yeah, you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch Jake, you tap you know out what? real quick. And people laugh. They're like, ha-ha, The Rock unfollowed you. But uh, And I know he's also not a very popular person amongst the, the internet people, even though he's got millions and millions of followers. <laughs> the Rock? No, 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 no. Oh. Jake Paul. Jake oh. Paul said something about, or it was either Jake or Logan Paul, when they were on a Disney show. And something that they did got them fired from the show. Jake like they, Paul was, it was a Jake Paul. nightmare person. Yeah. Yeah. In his neighborhood. I'm sure, I don't know if he's what kind of person he is, but the kid was causing ruckus in this rich ass neighborhood. Yeah. He was like, well, we were there. Couch. We, we yeah. were in the Team 10 house. We filmed a video with him uh, a couple months ago. February. He is, let me tell you something. He, it's, it's all a shtick. I mean, he is probably, he's like tunnel vision when it comes to like filming shit. Like, he could turn it on like that, too. Like I do with the Rage character. Obviously, I'm not that Rage wow. guy with the bandana I never even thought of that before. But yeah, he turns it. Uh, he's like dude. when the camera's not on, he's a, he's like all of us at the table. Bro, one of them, I'm, we've met a lot of people over the last couple of years to this day. I, Dude, home, that, I'm very impressed with that kid, man. Yeah, when you actually meet him in person. He's got it all there, too. He's smart, he's as, smart fuck. as fuck, bro. And that's why he's killing it. But know? he made a comment saying, yeah, I got fired from a Disney show and, you know, you guys can make fun of me, but think about what you're making fun of me for. I I got fired from a Disney show, meaning like I was on a Disney show. You weren't. Yeah. Like I was on the Disney show to get fired from. What the fuck are you doing? You're sitting in your mom's basement whacking off. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but the no, rock unfollowed I mean, me, whatever. But if that's what you're doing in the basement, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't know. I mean, I do it. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, it's oh, not. So how's No Nut November working for the bros at the table since we're... Oh, we already switched gears. Oh, you know Instagram <laughs> deleted my No Nut November video twice. Really? I post, yeah, I posted it. It was it was killing it, too. It had over 600,000 views in a day and a half, and then Instagram pulled it. Wow. Didn't give me any reason. No, nothing. Usually it'll tell me. It'll be like, this violates uh, this code of conduct or whatever, or this this one just... It was gone. No warning, no nothing. Hmm. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to post it on my other page. There's no way it's going to get pulled from a page at the time. It had like 3,000 followers. Maybe two days later, taken down. Really? Yep. Yeah, they're very, uh, I don't know, man. They're hard to read. They're Because it's such a big company and it's run by so much software. That's yeah. Sad. But the software is programmed by people. So if you try and ask a question, you think you're going to get an answer, but... 
Everything is very like under lock and key over there. I've been in the building to sit in meetings with people and ask questions. And they're like, and I don't, I I think I'm a good reader of somebody who's being honest with me. They're like, we, we, we don't know. Like, we're yeah. here to answer questions, but we don't know. It's the ran by that. AI. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's ran by someone, and, and I believe Tank when he says that my picture is up on the wall at Instagram headquarters. Let me read some. It's not a picture; it's a poster. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Is it is it like twenty four by thirty six, like that it's, one over it's there? Big, yeah. I'll All check right, so it up. I just noticed that. Let me read. Let me read a couple of pet peeves that came in through the live chat here. This one comes in from Crosswhite two seven six. Flip-flop-wearing motherfuckers that don't take care of their damn feet. I could co-sign for that one. Uh, <laughs> Mars Will says fake IDs for getting into the club. I don't know why that's a pet he's, peeve. He's but probably a bouncer. Probably oh, just turned 21. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Nino says another pet peeve. Drivers that don't use indicators while parking in the fire lane. So Are annoying. In- England? Uh, what's that? Who calls it an indicator? Um, not sure where Nino's from. Nino, if you're still in the chat, let us know where you're from. But I think yeah. he's in Texas. Blinker indicator. <laughs> Ugly Bastard says, my pet peeve, my pet peeve would have to be motherfucking hippies. God, they Jeez. piss me off. <laughs> What's wrong with the hippies, okay. man? All right. Uh, two more real quick. This one comes in from Rain Walker. Says, one of my biggest pet peeves is talking to a fine-ass girl, but her breath smells like shit. That I could co-sign, especially cigarette breath. Yo, I got to say <coughs> something real quick. Go ahead. All right, okay. Keep, keep moving. We got one more. This one comes in from Clinticus19. Where the fuck is this goddamn parking deck? Robert Frank. Oh, shit. He remembers the uh, when I hit the girl because I was screaming because Vinny played the, uh, the audio. Yeah. And I was like, where the fuck is this goddamn parking deck? Shout out to Clint- Clinticus, man, for remembering that. Shout super, out to uh, my boy KT that just checked in. Yeah, it's me, you motherfucker. All right, what's up? So let's get to uh, another segment before we start wrapping this motherfucker up. Everybody's favorite segment of the show. <clears throat> Let me do this the right way. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the moment you've all been waiting for, Ray Vegas's. Batty with a fatty of the week. Yeah, yeah. Take, take, that, that. take that, take that, take, take that, baby. Yeah. So everyone on the live stream right now is like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Because <laughs> we have a pause. The people in the live stream can't hear our soundboard, so to them, it's just like this awkward pause when that music is playing. And, us moaning and we're just sitting there saying, "Take that, take that." And they're like, "What are, what are we taking? I don't know. What we're taking, but." Uh, Tank, I know you're a big fan of the podcast, and I know that you know um, that what we do each and every week is we nominate a baddie with a fatty. The bros and broettes slide into Ray Vegas's DM, and they nominate a chick from Instagram that is good-looking, that has a fat butt. And we have a couple of rules. The rules are they have to be female. And they have to have under 100,000 followers. We don't want to give shout-outs and plug people that already have millions of followers. If that was the case, I would nominate Summer Rae every week. Or Jen Selter every week. Or, or, or Janice. Or uh, my name. And no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, Ray Vegas, who do we have this week, brother? This is the hardest thing I have to do. Literally, This is harder than my job, than my nine to five. <laughs> it's sitting there having to scrub through the baddies and actually pick which woman is going to win. And uh, big shouts to the uh, our winner from last week. She actually reached out to us and notified us. And uh, so big shouts to her. 
And this week's winner is going to be Yessi Vanessa. So the name is spelled Y-E-S-S-I underscore V-A-N-E-S-S-A. So Yessi underscore Vanessa, you are this week's Ray Vegas' baddie with a fatty of the week. You now have 48 hours from the moment this podcast airs. To reach out to one of the bros, whether it's Ray Vegas, Jimmy Triceps, uh, Vinny, Vinny Vegas, or Vinny Bag of Chips. Shout or, out to Vinny Worldwide. Yeah, shout out to... Oh, <laughs> Jesus, you just... <laughs> bad. Or Joey Bag of Donuts, or the Pody. Or you can even reach out to Tank Sinatra and say, hey, I know you were a guest on the Glorious House Again's podcast. I am this week's Baddie with the Fatty, and we will send you out a Baddie with a Fatty female racerback tank. Available only at robertfrank615.com. So last week's winner actually reached out, and I shipped out her uh, stringer or, or tank top. I think it was maybe Monday or Tuesday. Have you checked to see if she's posted wearing I have, it? I have not checked, but she said that she will definitely wear it, and she'll reach out to me. Um, I believe it was Lacey, Freck, Lacey Freckman. Lacey yeah. Freckman. So Lacey Freckman... Uh, she actually asked me to send her a couple of links to where she can check out the podcast and, okay. and listen to us. So just in case you're tuning in tonight. Layla Freckman. Layla Freckman. Layla Freckman. Good catch. Yes. Good catch. Yeah. She was last week's winner. Reached out to us. So yes, we really do ship out these shirts uh, if you are nominated. And remember, if you post on your page, whether it's a story or a main page post, wearing the Batty with the Fatty female Racerback tank, you will be inducted into the Batty with the Fatty Hall of Fame. We yeah. actually had a, uh, one of the bros reach out and say, when are you guys actually going to start posting an actual Hall of Fame site? We should. Uh, as, we as only have As soon as we get a couple right more now. ladies, bro, then, you know, to make it worth it, we'll definitely set up the page for it. Yeah. So, Tank, before we wrap this up, I, I did want to say that I, th- I had this great fucking idea, bro, and I'm, I'm just going to put you on the spot here. What if we did some live Q&A, me and you, like in front of like an audience, maybe at Caroline's or any nightclub? I don't know. I'm not funny. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Wait, was that, a, was, was that a impersonation of Robert Frank? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, after a couple um, shots of Jet. Yeah. But that was an exaggeration. Yeah, but that was uh, yo. I'm re- I love live shit. It's hard, but it's I don't know. It's very fucking. Invigorating. I'm nervous with one person over here watching us. Have you ever showered in a waterfall? No, me neither. But I think that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's nerve wracking. Your fucking heart is pounding out of your chest. Your mouth gets all dry. But when you get those laughs, that first laugh, it's like, oh shit, okay. But what if I never get those first laughs? So what? What I would do is book the club, get a bunch of comedians, have them open it up, make sure everyone gets their laughs, and then if people laugh when we talk, great. If not, like the Hodge twins do a show. It's not a funny show. They sit there for a fucking hour and just talk about bullshit and then leave. It's not a funny show. I, 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 besides that, there's no doubt that some humor would come out of a conversation. Yeah. With two, two meatheads, uh, you know, one more jacked than the other. Not, I don't want to insult you or anything. But, um, yeah. Was, <laughs> I'm kidding. Huh? You're much more bigger than I am. 
Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk we about it more. Trend. But let me let me ask and let me ask people for here in the uh, in the live feed right now. There's a couple people still left hanging out with us. I appreciate you. I appreciate all the super chats that have come in tonight. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys and everybody who's just part of the chat. Would you like to see a live? Would you come? Would you pay your hard earned money? Whether it's I don't know ten dollars admission, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, whatever it is, to watch a, a, a full blown legit comedy show, and then at the end or the middle or the beginning of the show, watch Robert Frank six one five and Tank Sinatra do a little uh, do a little QA on stage. Would you Would you guys pay your hard earned money for that? I'm I'm watching them now to see eleven seventy five. No more. <laughs> Eleven dollars and seventy five cents. What is the admission usually at a place like this? What do you it's think? Like Twenty five, thirty, twenty five, thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, but there's alcohol, there's food, there's you know people. Yeah, Caroline's is like a fucking staple. Caroline's is the sh- yeah, that's big time, okay. man. Yeah. Here in New Jersey, right up the road is uh, com- Comedy Factory. Stress, 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 stress factory. factory. Stress Factory. Have you ever heard of Stress Factory? We'll do it as Stress Factory. Oh, stress Factory is actually a big venue. Yeah, I've heard of it before. I feel like, here's the thing. We just did an appearance in, although it wasn't really advertised or broadcast that well, we did an appearance in Fairfield a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, for a a charity for the Semper Fi Fund. And, mm, I don't know, maybe... 10, 15 people right, showed. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't. I don't, don't, don't want to yeah, throw anybody under the. Well, the it was right. also it early. Wasn't, it was uh, early in the morning, right? It, it, it was, was an all day event Sunday, it, and I think that was the problem. See, the workout. It's the other problem. You give somebody all day, they yeah. the day goes by. They're like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Ah, right. fuck, I'm not yeah. going to go. If you, you tell them people, eleven to one, or seven, seven to eight thirty, eight thirty to nine, we'll be here. Okay, yeah. we got to get there at that time then. Right. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And like I said, I'm not putting anyone under the bus, but I think. For having, uh, you having also won't fucking promote one. shit on your page. That <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You gotta. We'll talk about that off the. Uh, yeah, off we, the air. we will. We will. Um, Give but, me your password. As of, <laughs> as of right now, everybody has said yes. They would definitely. Yeah, but come, in, come right. watch. And again, yes, you can't gauge because out of all these people that are saying yes, we would definitely come. We'd love to see something like that. How many of them live within a certain distance? Right. How many of them, you know, whatever. Um, so before we wrap up, Tank, I know I said that 30 times already, but before we do, what do you got coming up? What do you want to plug? What's going on in your life that we have not touched so far that um, you'd like to tell the people? So the Think Tank podcast, very exciting. We have a lot of exciting guests coming up. Uh, one raging meathead. Yes. Probably pretty soon is going to be on the podcast. Nice. We'll get you in there. I'd love it. Um, we are serious about the guests. Like I, I'm inc- uh, fucking amazed at people that are saying yes to the show. I'm very excited by it. Um, the podcast is like interview, but guided, organic. If I ask you a question and your answer begs another question, I'll ask the question instead of just going to the next question on the page. But it's definitely more about like less about what people are doing on a project basis and more about like how they got there and what they're into, their motivations, their drive. I'm really like a curious person. Curious George. Yeah, so, curious George. So there I've always go. been I've always been driven by like the gears. So I'm excited to to dig into these people's minds. Gear? Gear. Gears. Gear. Yeah. Wait, what Wait, kind what? of gear are you talking about? Mandatory shot of trend when you step into the studio. <laughs> yes. 
Um, Not that I would ever do that, because that's illegal, by the way. But Well, if you go to the doctor and you have low trend, you can get a prescription. No, oh, no, no. Shit. I don't think that's how that works. Man. No, I, I've heard of low trend. Yeah. Low, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My natural tremble, yeah, my natural tremble <laughs> levels are in the shitter right now. I need a shot. <laughs> um, then the Meme Gods documentary, which is a fucking massive project we've been working on for a long time. It's getting yes. very close to getting sold, made, Ooh, distributed. Nice. Yeah, it's getting very close, and that's a... Uh, like a, a pet project. Did my part get cut out of that? Your Did part is pretty much the whole movie. Yes! <laughs> That's what I like to hear. And please let that come out while I'm still relevant. You know what I mean? I know. Like, let's not wait like five years and like. It's gonna be on Dancing with the Stars d- by the time <laughs> it comes out. Yeah. Or like, what is it? Celebrity boxing? Like, still there, <laughs> fucking. Yeah, you get know, you know it's like, a rat. Fat Boy SSE oh, just God. knocking you out. <laughs> fucking, uh, or those challenges, like real world challenge. Like, they take all like the. Has been's from like the first couple of whatever. Hey man, you're still sitting on the couch? Yeah, why? What's up? We need you in the jungle. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Be there. Oh <laughs> hey, I'm I'm down. I'm down for whatever. Yeah. So you got that and what else? What else is going on? What well, the, well, what's the big project right now? Is it are you trying to get this think tank? The podcast, yeah. Podcast, podcast is where where, the, where, the, where can you find it? Just on Apple Pod so iTunes or whatever. We're recording it at Gas Digital. In uh, Alphabet City in okay. Manhattan, and they get they put it out everywhere. Oh, okay. They do audio, they do video. They're very oh, fucking oh, okay. professional. Oh, they're, they're they're fans. Oh, what yeah, kind of yeah. budget do you have for that, Dave? <laughs> Rob? <laughs> you need to talk to his people. Hey, they, I think we have a look. We got cannolis on the table. We got yeah. They didn't have cannolis there when I went there. Yeah, I mean we're we're using our phones as our camera. Let me get let me get a big thumbs up in the in the in the uh, live stream right now. If you guys like the uh, the camera work that we have going on here, are you guys happy about seeing us for the live broadcast, or could you give a fuck and rather listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or anything? Big shout out to SoundCloud by the way, because I have not promoted, talked about, did a swipe up anything for SoundCloud over the last four or five weeks that we've been doing this live stream and promoting iTunes a little bit more and. The engagement and the listens and downloads are incredible for not even talking about it. So shout out to all the SoundCloud listeners. But we would like you to listen on iTunes because, God damn it, we need to get back in the top 200. Um, let me back it up a little bit. So you had that that project and then your Instagram, we already have that up there. You have two pages though, right? Yeah, Tank Sinatra and uh, Tank News. We're also, I don't even know if I can talk about this, but... Um I feel like I have to now. Not well, yeah, now, now you better you make something to. up. Now you have to. <laughs> We're working on a um, a Tanks Good News pilot, so turning that into like a real actual oh, nice. show, which has been the fucking the the goal from the very start. Right. It's like let's let's get the good news out there without being wishy washy or nah, soft or preachy. Has, definitely should have a little shot. edge, Jack dude humor. We're trying to hit on, like I said, humor. Humor sells above everything. Yeah, that's yeah. my that's my. Uh, that's my rule. It used to be like sex sells if you could get somebody like, you know, you yeah. know. Yeah. I'm tired of shit. ignorance selling. Yeah. Because it, there's a lot of ignorance that are selling. Like people on social media doing like just real ignorant ass shit and it fucking drives me nuts. I'm, I'm 100% with you. You know what actually kind of softened me up on that? I, um, I learned recently that ignorance is, it, it literally means like without knowledge. Like these people don't know that they're. They're assholes. Exactly, yeah. Like, they had a... You know, I grew up in a, in a very loving, diverse area, household. I was shown a lot of shit that probably people that grew up in Alabama didn't see. So when they have these, these right, notions right. that, like, these people are bad and guns are good and this guy's out for me, like, I feel bad for people who are ignorant because they don't... 
they don't know what they don't know. They don't even know that there's a whole world of, of education out there that they're missing. Like, I watched this thing on HBO where the Nancy Pelosi went to Trump country, and she was in a coal mine. She was like, did you guys vote for Trump? The guy was like, yeah. She said, well, didn't he say he was going to keep your job? He said, yeah. She said, didn't you guys just shut down? He goes, yeah. But he to still feel like he's out for me personally. And I was like, damn, this guy's like under a spell. He doesn't even know. So ignorance is... Um, I don't think it's going to continue to sell. I think people are hot on like that seventh, eighth grade, like it's cool to be dumb in class thing right now. Yeah, like yeah. just stuff like that. People doing real st- stupid stuff. Like, why are you famous for being an asshole? Yeah. No, I'm with you 100%. I hope hey, that, that watch, fades Watch out. your mouth over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, my, my whole shtick is built on being a fucking douchebag, man. <laughs> But yeah, it's, but it's different than going out and actually physically hurting yeah, someone yeah, or damaging yeah, right, somebody's right. property. Of course, of or, course, hundred yeah. percent. And they're so proud of it too. They're so proud to be ignorant. Yeah, I. Oh, it's, but that's what gets the views. That's and it's unfortunate. And and it when gets they a, stop a certain getting type views, of view, yeah, they get a view, but they'll never make any real bread because I mean, right, not real brand friendly. Yeah, well, no. that's, that's true. But My company asked about you, and I was like, yeah, he's not real brand friendly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not brand friendly, but I could be brand Like, if you give me a guideline. You would say, never hey, sell listen. the fuck out. No, no, no. I wouldn't sell out. I would still remain true to me. Like, But if you ask me, like, hey, listen, could you just not say fuck 30 times in the video and maybe, like, make You don't it know twice? how to not say fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Unless you're selling baby oil or uh, bandanas. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah. Where's a bandana? He couldn't even right? sell tissues without cursing, dude. I, I was. We were talking Blow your about fucking this, nose. We were talking about this the other day. You know how many free plugs I've given to Express over the years in all these fucking videos? My Just Express medium, medium deep V neck Express <laughs> tea or whatever the fuck I was saying. Where's my fucking brand deal, bro? Can I get a fucking? And I know they try to charge me more when I'm at fucking Express. Or like fucking retro North. fitness. I mean, Jesus Christ, we talk yeah. about them enough. Yeah, we do. We do plug retro, but anyways, they're they're all. Uh, I, know, I know. It's all gonna come in due time when it's supposed to. Have, the one good thing that The Rock did tell me, and we should talk The Rock, and obviously a lot of it is half joking, but he did tell me because we. I, I've said this before. He did DM me, and we've had a pretty good conversation. Gave me a lot of good business advice um, that he didn't have to do. I did tell him. I said I wish that this whole Robert Frank six one five thing started. 10 years ago, when I'm not 40 years old, I wish I was like 30 in doing this. And his advice back was very generic and it was almost cliche, but he said, shit happens when it's supposed to. Well, I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. If you were 30, you'd be too old for some people. Yeah, that is true. I get that all the time. You're 38 years old, you make memes? Yeah. Good luck making fucking five memes a day at 22 years old when your only experience is jerking off and drinking beer. <laughs> that, <laughs> hey, that, that's, that's true. That's true. It does, take, it does take skill. And the bigger the audience you have, the more pressure almost you have on it. It takes you life. You got to yeah. be out there living. You can't fucking exist on the internet only and expect to... You paint yourself in a corner really quick. Yeah. Before you know it, all you're doing is pizza... And fucking cat memes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or dog memes or whatever. <laughs> or, dog, or dog memes. Yeah. I but just, before we wrap up. Go ahead. Um, shout out to the vets. We had Veterans Day, what, two days ago? Yep. So I just wanted to give them a quick shout out. And Shout uh, out Veterans Day. <clears throat> and uh, I, I'm going to butcher this, may butcher this name, but it's either Lauren or Lauren. Lauren and George, just a shout out to them. They're big uh, podcast listeners. And George is a fellow sanitation worker 
and he's a fan of Vin, blah, blah, blah. I just wanted to give them a quick shout out. Everybody that's a fan of Vin, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. <laughs> no. and, and last but not least, big shout out to Vin, man. Vin's over there currently. Well, I don't know. What he's living his spot. best life, man. He's, he's, he's out there traveling the world right now. So he should be back soon, right, man? Hopefully next week he'll be back on the podcast. So big shout out to Vinny. Yeah, Vegas. definitely Vinny wanted to be on, uh, wanted to meet you, Tank, but we'll, we'll be doing this again. I'm, I'm sure you'll be in Jersey for something somewhere down the line, or you'll just be so generous to come back and give us an hour, hour and a half of your time. Or we'll do it in my studio. Yeah, sure. Have all you motherfuckers in there. Gotcha. Yeah, buddy. That'd be awesome. <clears throat> so, Better have some cannolis or donuts. <laughs> yeah, I will. Bring, bring food and bring trend. So to everybody in the live chat that has been rocking with us for the last hour and change for our one and only and first in-studio uh, guest. <laughs> give, give her a little round of applause for hanging out. I think she I think she wanted to leave like 30 times. She was like, how much longer is this fucking thing going to go on? But thank you for hanging out the whole time. Uh, thank you for all the super chatters that uh, supported the podcast tonight. And everybody that's listening on iTunes, if you've made it this long... Give us a five-star review, por favor, that is please in Espanol, and leave us a comment and subscribe to the channel. Ring that bell. Ring that fucking bell, too, on on YouTube and on Apple iTunes. So thank you, Tank, for giving us some of your time tonight. I feel like the bros and broettes got to know you. If you're not already, make sure you're following Tank.Sinatra on Instagram. Any other socials you want to plug? Or Tank's Good News. Tank's Good News, right? Yep. Uh, that's Instagram as well. And also check out Think Tank on uh, probably every podcast application that's out there. Applications. Sure. Dude says okay. applications. Yeah, I say applications. <laughs> podcast apps. Okay. So for... Ray Vegas for Tank Sinatra, for the Pody, and for Jimmy Triceps. This is Robert Frank signing out. Swallow's the goal! Size is the prize! It's 8 o'clock, motherfucker! Let's go!